Hello, everyone. We are in the grotto. First, I want to start by saying I appreciate you. And in the next 30 minutes, we'll share what I like to call life changing. Now, we are still in season two, but we're going to flip up the series a little bit. Now, I just want you to know, um, like there is a plan in place for your life. But we're going to talk about it a little bit further as we enter into the grotto. Yo, what up, everybody? Um, we are in the grotto, and I have right here a dear friend of mine, uh, Mr. Matt Holt. Um, super excited to have him in the room. Uh, come on, man. Everybody, you know, clap it up for him. Come on, audience. Where's the audience? Where's the claps? Yes, clap it up for him. Super excited for my buddy here. Um, there they go. They they, they late delayed. They <laughs> he got the applause. What's up, Matt? How you doing, man? Introduce yourself. Tell everybody a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Matt Holt. Uh, right now, I live in Charleston, Charleston, Illinois. I am currently working as a probation officer out here for the county. Um, I, I, I don't have words that explain can explain uh, my brother right here. Uh, I'll stop it. I know you had I know you have previous guests, but I will have to say, me and this dude at day one day one so if y'all want, want any memories <laughs> i'm your man because <laughs> we have countless memories don't shoot don't 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 find out anything about me he will tell you listen um yeah man it's so good to have you man listen it wasn't you know it was no particular hierarchy when i brought people on it was really off availability and time frame man you got a lot going on and i'm so proud of you bro like you got some real good stuff going on man you just um uh, had some life goals accomplished and you're working with your family and doing big things play some football i mean like the it goes on and on you know i had one guest on here talking about sometime when he dunked on me or whatever um i told that same <laughs> guest remember that time you lost the tournament by passing it to the other person with three seconds left so don't talk to me about nothing I, and, and so, just so y'all know i know exactly what he's talking about and i was there this man lost the tournament. Don't tell me I'll take it up this time. Ain't take it up none the whole game. And all of a sudden he want to bring the ball up and pass it to the other person. Like he had bets. Anyway, um, yeah, man, listen, we are on all major platforms. Um, Anchor, which is now Spotify for podcasters, Apple Spotify, um, Apple Spotify, Google, and we are doing some outreach things right now. Um, I forgot my microphone. I forgot the cord. I was at an event and I didn't bring my microphone. I was like, man, I should have still hit the record button. But we are here. We got a lot more things coming up. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about this new series. We talked a lot about faith the last time. So go out there and check it out. Please like and share with your friends and family. Ladies, uh, you know, mothers, if you have sons, share the podcast with your sons. Uh, sisters, share with your brothers. Uh, wives, share with your husbands. Um, um, as we are looking to um, invest in other people's lives um, by having good conversation around the things that we care about as men, uh, the stuff that we go through um, as brothers. Um, so today um, in our new series, we're opening up with the idea of identity. And from the thought of identity, we're going to be talking about the plan. And the reason why that's key is because when you're talking about identifying something, everything that has identity 
has a plan to start with. We do have a scripture that we're going to jump in. But if for you who know scripture and you start hearing the word plan, I'm quite sure there's a scripture that you think about. But we'll talk about that a little later. But I want to talk to Matt because this is what's important because he has value and he has something to say uh, to our brothers out there. We have shared uh, a long history of men's ministry and eating breakfast together and talking about all kind of things helping each other out so he is not new to the grotto to the cave uh to uh getting up early in the morning i was one of the ones that when he talked about this plan years ago i was one of the ones that he first told about yep so that just tells you our long-standing relationship which to be honest bro i actually uh totaled it out and we probably been friends and brothers for about 20 years yep 2002 yes <laughs> 21 years <laughs> 21 that's you don't a lot of times you don't have friends that long but you know we've always even if we lost connection for a little bit we always find a way to keep in touch and we just pick up right where we left off like nothing changed mm-hmm. so man I'm, I'm i'm grateful to be a part of this right now man i'm excited man with you um to to be a part of this uh when it comes down to this series of identity show me your id now the thought that that got me to this point it was this old school movie it's old school now um but it was a movie um, with ice cube and uh he was in college and like the cops had pulled up on him and he was like the cop was like let me see your id and he was like show me your id what was that what was that movie uh higher learning i think it was higher learning was it yeah, I think it was higher learning. And he kind of busted the cop up about show me your ID. And it kind of got me to thinking when it comes down to your identification, Matt, like, do you, let me ask you a question. It's going to be silly. But do you wake up in the morning and look at your ID to figure out what your name is? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I, I got to be honest. I, I really don't. So Nobody does that. And that's the beauty yeah. about ID because you know your name. And when you're talking about talking to these young men out here and talking about identity, you have this card that says this is who you are. But somebody out there had to come up with the plan, with the identity to say this is who this person is. Can you tell the audience out here when it comes down to what God has to say about your life, how important is that for you and how do you follow it? Um, When it comes to what God has in my life, it's... It comes to having an identity of what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned years ago that my identity is God-given. Mm-hmm. Because without without God, I have no identity. If I'm going out in this world and I'm talking to young men or I'm talking you know, to young women at times, you know, my identity is what God made it to be. You know, we talked about plans and I know we'll go into it later, but you know, my identity is my favorite verse, Jeremiah mm-hmm. 29, 11. You know, so without God, I have no identity. And, and, and it took me time to realize. It took well, me time to- Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it took me, it took, and it took me time to realize that because I had to realize what God had for me, but as you know, I had to go through those trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. 
to my identity is because I'm thinking, okay, my identity might be playing football. My identity might try to sing somewhere. My identity might be this. My identity might be that. But the only one that knew my real identity was God. So when it comes out to that identity, um, how does that, how does the plan of God and your identity parallel? And yeah, how, how does it parallel? Because it seems like it's, that's two different things though, bro. Man, it parallels amazing because God sets it in motion. Uh, I'll tell you guys all this, that my identity is working to work with people, young people, old people, things like that. And I knew that when I was young, I, I kind of knew like, you know, I have a heart for, for this generation and that generation. And that was, that was going to be a part of my identity, but God had to take me to certain places to realize when that was going to be a part of my identity. Because I didn't know. I'm thinking I'm supposed to do this. I'm thinking I'm supposed to do that. But God literally spoke to me and said, Matt, this is what you're going to do. And now I'm going to give you the tools to do that. So you're going to do it in, in, in my way, not your way, but my way. That's interesting that you say that because like, how? okay, so you said God told you and he shared something with you. So for those of us who who believe we hear from God or believe we hear you know um guidance you know people may not know exactly what that is right but what gave you the confidence to follow this over that right the plan over not the plan or you know when did the plan become like real to you so you know i, I shared i shared with people um you know my, my father passed away this past year sorry to hear that September and uh you, you know, you were one of those people. But um, that's when I knew because I changed. And I, I changed for the better. As much as I love my father and as much as I, I, I wish him here, I wish that he was here, I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't blame God for taking him away. Mm. Because I, I, I would have been selfish because when the doctor, you know, the doctors come in and talk to the family, they said, well, we can pump your, your dad with medications. We can pump him with medications and he'll still be alive, but he will not, you know, he won't be able to talk to you like that. He'll just be here. And at that point, I said, you know what? I love my father. I need him here. You know, I want to see I wanted him to see me continue to keep doing my thing, keep, keep growing, keep going forward. But I would have been selfish. And God gave me peace with the whole situation that I've never had before. Hmm. God gave me peace to say, you know what, Matt? I'm taking your father home. But he's still going to live within you. But you have to step up. You have to do what I want you to do now. Your father did that. And I took him home. I was ready for him to go home. I was ready for him to come into my presence. Now you have to step up and do what you're supposed to do. I've given you the tools. I've given you everything that you need. But you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to work on that. But now... It's time for you to step up and do what you're supposed to do. 
And once I once I realized that, that's my identity. You know, it's funny. Um, it's interesting that you say that because uh, I am one to believe that fathers um, give sons identity and. Um, this is no shot to mothers at all. So I don't want nobody to think like this is a shot at mothers because there's some mothers out there who are doing really well. Uh, but it's not for you um, to have to take on the burden of playing the father and the mother or vice versa, where the burden for the father to take on the the burden of the mother and the father. I believe that we were designed to have two people in our life to help guide us, someone that is a nurturer, someone that is strength. And I do believe that fathers um, give a level of identity that, you know, your dads come in, they be like, yo, this is who you are. You can do it. You can make it. Go ahead out there. Run the fourth quarter, uh, the fourth, uh, you know, the fourth quarter play, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they get you real. They get you real gassed up, man. Good dads to get you gassed up. And not to cut you off real quick, but a lot of people don't know my backstory. I mean, I've gotten comfortable telling you more, but I was actually adopted. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, you we mm -hmm. talked about it, but I was actually adopted. So that was even more like, okay, this man came into your life and nothing against my mom. Oh, my mom. If I, I'll be all day going on about my mother. Mm -hmm. She's one of the most heartfelt, caring, giving people in the world. Everyone that comes across her, what do you call her? Mm -hmm. Mom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And but my father's identity came into me because he he raised me to be a man. But again, there was times that I didn't want to listen. I wanted to do it my own way. I was hard headed. But once he left this earth, again, that's when God said, "You know what? Now it's your time. Your father was my best." Now it's your, it's your turn. You have to take care of your family. You have to live in these values. And once I surrendered and gave God that, man, my life has has changed. And that's good. So how do you how do you know what what made you get to the point where you like I know I'm following the plan? Or are you do you still skip around and hope it's working out? Like <laughs> I am, well, don't tell you. because it's like everything's been falling into place. Um, I went back to school. My dad was still alive. I went back to school and um, I went back for criminal justice because I want to work with people. I want people to know that they get another chance in life, even if they messed up. There's times where we messed up three or four times, but God never gave up on us. So why should I give up on people? So I wanted to be an example. So I went to school, received my associate's degree, didn't even know. Then received my bachelor's degree. And, you know, it was like, now I got now I got this background. Now I have this backing to say, okay, Matt, you're able to do you're able to do more now in this world than you were before. Mm -hmm. But we can I can help people. There's nothing wrong. Like we can always see someone on the street. But now I have the opportunity to show somebody that godly love, to show somebody that, hey, you know what? I know you messed up, you've been in jail. Man, you're on this probation, but what can we do to get you off of it? And there's yeah. times that I have to use godly value where I have to show these guys, okay, you know what? I know you're saying people don't care about you, but I care about you. 
Man, sometimes you, know I mean? you gotta have those credentials that yeah. will allow you to get into certain spaces. I, I I tell people all the time, man, you wanna do more, increase your ability. And um, you know, I'm not gonna let a doctor um, you know, do surgery on me if they're not a doctor. That's just not gonna happen. Exactly. And that's what that's what I had to do. I had to get that credibility. So once I got that credibility, then the job fell in place. You know, part of my testimony is this job I got. I interviewed the week, the day that I, of my last class. So I got a call a few weeks later that they offered me the job, which was just a complete turnaround. And then what also helps me though, is that being able to see these people in position that mm -hmm. they're in, it makes you humble. It makes you great. It makes you feel great about the life that you have. Because I deal with people that have nobody. Mm. I deal with people that they they don't have any family back. I deal with people that been on the street since they were 12 years old trying to survive. And then I'm becoming the first person that they see like, man, this, this guy is caring for me. This guy is actually wants to be there for me. But that's but that's not that's not all just me. That's the God in me as well. You know, it's funny you say that because it's like being that I know you, mm -hmm. I know that this is not because you got credentials. This is how you are, uh, which is really dope. But let's um, let's do a tangent. Yes, sir. Pick a number one through three thousand. I got to go with my football number thirty five. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite. Thirty five. Random 35. Here we go. Random question. All right. <laughs> 35. <laughs> Have you ever won any kind of contest yourself? Like what type of contest? Just something you were in a contest for. Have you ever won any type of oh. contest? I won musical chairs. <laughs> 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 man, I, mean, musical I, won a, cheers. I won a foot race you know, okay yeah. have you been in the I mean, football I'm, championship do you yeah, play like in the minor leagues yeah we didn't win though unfortunately what uh, i thought y'all won I that was, game that was a, that was more of a team effort you know I, I look at football football was team sport we had very good individual talents but we're not winning if we're not a team yeah so, but like foot racing, you know, I don't beat some people. I think that's why I beat you in a race. So <laughs> you can't beat me in a race. You can't oh, beat me man. in a race. I'm too fast. Oh no. So <laughs> so Matt Matty Ice is coming up here to play some basketball with me, and um, we'll see how that goes. I'll let you guys know in another. Hey, you got like really? I know we're going off subject. No, we're not. This is the grotto. Everything everything is on subject. If y'all were to lose. Our basketball competitive. Y'all wouldn't think we were cool. I don't compete. Y'all would not think. Oh, please. I don't compete. I'll I just go win. Forget, I will never forget when we were at the open gym. If I lose, I'm helping you be better. This dude kept <laughs> elbowing me. Don't and do we, that. We came to the place together. We came to the place together. He's elbowing me. I kept telling him, JP, quit elbowing me, man. And he like, no, get up, get up. I'm like, dude. You elbow me in my chest, man, and it's hurting. Nah, man, you need to be tough. Dreads flying all over the place. 
I told him. I said, you elbow me one more time, man. We're going to have problems. Y'all see how violent this guy is? <laughs> He's not violent. This guy elbowed, this guy elbowed me, and I put him in a headlock. You're right. We are getting off topic. Let's go back over here. Hold on. We're getting off. Where my triangle at? <laughs> Switch this up. Let me put my DJ horn or something. Just stop it. We are getting off topic. No, for real though. Uh, look, good. When you have good conversation, man, it's very organic and it doesn't really matter uh, what you talk about, man. We have um, grew up and had good times, man. Matt has uh, um, has put himself in a position where he is helping people. And what I hear is that he's just kept following the plan. Um, he's always been like this. And I thought it was really nice to bring him on, knowing some of the things that he's been through and knowing some of the challenges, and some of the things that he has actually overcome. Um, so here's the thing, right? You got a few things that. You know, when you look back over your life, you're like, man, this was a part of the plan. Um, but for the person that get off track, if you've ever been off track, can you share with us how do how what technique do you use to get back on track with the plan? Um, honestly, man, it was a lot of prayer. Mm. I, uh, I had people praying for me when I didn't believe in myself. And with those prayers, God would start kind of talking to me. And, you know, there's not, and I don't want anyone to think that I just heard God in a voice like, you know, the burning bush or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or just heard like God say, hey man, this is, no, I actually, I have people praying for me. And then I would have conversation with different folks. They'd be like, man, Hey, you, you should be doing this right now. Like, you're real good at that. Or, hey, Matt, uh, you you might not want to do that because I don't think you're you're going in the right direction. So it was just like a lot of prayer from people and a lot of guidance. Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, I've had some great people that just has come around in my life just in general, you know, because, you know, I got one guy, he's a pastor out here. His name is Daryl Phillips. And he came into my life when I needed it, when I was just going downhill with, with things happening, with relationships, jobs, or, and he just came in and he became like a brother, but he was not giving me just worldly, he wasn't giving me worldly, he was giving me godly wisdom, which got me connected to the church mm -hmm. that he goes, got me connected to the lead pastor. Then, you know, I know we're on your podcast, but guys like you that would just call me out the blue mm -hmm. and be like, Hey man, I'm seeing things going up, man. Like, what you need me to pray for you for? That, those things, sorry about the light, those things was the way that God spoke to me. And then, of course, you know, you have His word, and I'm not, I've, I've always said I'm not the greatest, you know, the greatest memorizing all the verses. But it's just like, I will go to certain passages, it's like, man, you need to do this. Not. I know people think you should do this, but what do I think you should do? Mm -hmm. and that's when it fell in line with the school thing because that was the opportunity. That's when it fell in line with, you know, just being able to relate to different people or get connections with people because we always want to have that good name. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know how it is. Like, you want to have a good name. 
but it was just you know God speaks to you in many different ways he might not come what's the old song he might not come may not come you should know you 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 was a lead in our choir in college no please (laughs) (laughs) uh but you know like once again once I started realizing those things it's just like everything was just falling in line Mm. like I've never seen before because how many people get a job right right out of right out of school and I'm 39 years old Mm -hmm. and I got a how many people there's not a lot of people that do that unless they internship or they have a connection with those people you know I went off of faith and just started praying like all right Lord if this is your will I'll have this job but I did it different this time as well because I didn't just was like okay you know what I'm putting all my effort into this job I'm gonna get it and I'm this is all I'm gonna do without applying anywhere else I say you know what Lord if this job isn't for me I'm not gonna get it and you will have something else for me that will be better than what what I might get well that leans right that leans right into the plan man that's that's amazing exactly because god god has a plan in our life mm-hmm. and even if you don't think so i remember my mom used to tell me it sometimes and i'd be so down and like i didn't want to hear anything just keep it like that you got a plan there's a plan for you everyone would say that there's a plan for you but of course i'm i'm down and out i'm like okay god but you're doing this and this and this i'm seeing this but you're doing this i don't believe there's a plan but once I stop myself and believe that, okay, you know what? There is a plan for me. Mm-hmm. That's when this, this things fell in place. And, and, and I'm not saying my life is the greatest. I'm not saying that I got everything in line. But I'm a better person than I was yesterday. Nice. You know, you Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you declares the lord plans for uh in this version the nasb it says welfare which mean you know uh well doing and um not for calamity uh to give you uh a future and a hope but you said something earlier when i said like what do you do to get back on track verse 12 say then you will call upon me and i will come um then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and i will listen to you how important is it for God to listen to you in 2023. Oh, okay. Very important. <laughs> in Very 2023. Because, you know, sometimes we might not have done what we thought we should have done. You know what I mean? Like, you can lean in and be like, yeah, man, I, I should have did this and I could have did this and I would have did this. And I always like to say this, but shoulda, coulda, wouldas don't exist in history. They never happen. And when you think about the things that you do, I'm just talking about myself and, you know, they don't work out. Something you, Man, I remember when I was in college, man, I was trying to do this sales job and these jokers was trying to give me to sell these vacuum cleaners. You couldn't oh, tell man. me I wasn't doing, you know, because the way they laid it out, man, it was like, you're going to make all this money from selling these, these air filtration like, systems. Like, I'm, 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 man, I'm going to sell all <laughs> And I know how to sell. And I'm I just could, like, I, you, you go ahead and do it, bro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I couldn't make a sale. And it was funny because it's not that I can't sell. It's just that 
that wasn't the plan. And there are times where you think things is supposed to work out a certain kind of way. And you try to logistically try to get God to do it. And God's just sitting up there like, no, that ain't it. And I think a lot of times, though, bro, is like we try to avoid the narrow road or the hard road. We think yeah. if you go that way, God, obviously, God, you don't want me to go that way because that looks tough. And so we try to go easier. And it's like that wasn't even part of the plan. <laughs> he wanted you to go the narrow way. And it's funny because I think about that with school and like school, it would have been easier if I just got hooked up and did all this and was like, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to find my way in there, but I'm not going to work hard for it. But I'm going to I'm going to. Just go ahead and go and know people that's just going to get me in. School was the hard way because you had to be on top of things with school. And online school is not easy. You know what I mean? So that was that was my hard way. But you know how much like that teaches you so much work ethic. That teaches you time management. That teaches you planning. Mm-hmm. That teaches you this like okay well you know what if i can do this it's preparing me for my plan that i need to do and we we like you said earlier we always want that easy way and i was like that i wanted the easy way with everything i wanted to man i wanted you to hook me up with such and such or i wanted to go here and just say oh man man i'm gonna give you 200 dollars just because you're here or I just wanted to hear like, oh, you know what? You got this. Don't worry about it. I got you. But it was everyone else saying that. But what What did, what, what did what you say? I, I was like, man, at the time, I'm like, oh, I need to get hooked up. Man, let's let's talk. You said something. I, I want to jump into this before we lose this steam right here. You said everybody is saying something. But what did you say? Bro, how important what happened when you start talking, when you start saying what God's plan was for you? Like when you it came out of your mouth. What was the difference oh, from other people encouraging you to when you encourage you? What was the did more happen? Did less happen? Like <laughs> more more happen cuz cuz you start touching people's lives. Mhm. With your words. You start if I'm able to share my passion with people, my testimony. You know, I got a passion in football. So because I play, I got to coach some kids. Mm-hmm. I got to coach eighth grade kids, right? They're all like little brothers to me now. I've gotten good stuff from their parents. But I had to do it. I had I had to realize what God wanted. Because if I didn't, and I have a very close and special friend. That was the one that told me, Matt, you should go focus. Because some people see things in you that you don't see. Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier. And I had, and once I did, I'm like, oh, wow. That was step one. Step two was making sure I completed school. When my dad died, I wanted to give up at one point. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. You know, the first person that came to me was my mother. She said, Matt, your dad wanted you to finish school. He was he was more proud of you than you will ever know. So that right there, that was step two. Step three was just giving it all to God and just saying, God, you know what? I can't do it for myself. I need you. I don't, I, everyone else tells me I can do this, 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 and this. But what do you want me to do? 
where's my walk that you want me to go on that I'm going to feed your people? You know what? We just talked about, I help the youth group at our church right now. We talked about Peter. And we talked about how, you know, Peter denied God three times, Jesus three times. Because, you know, Peter, Peter was always going, Peter was always the one running his mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm not nah you. I'm not gonna nah you. I'm good. That dude denied him real quick, three times. <laughs> like the next couple of real verses, quick. right? But my favorite thing is though, and this is something that I had to learn, is Jesus never gave up on Peter. Hmm. Never gave up on Peter. Jesus asked Peter three times, "Do you love me?" Be my lamb, be my sheep, be my people. Three times. That made up for him denying. Hmm. And I look at that, and I look at that, and I close my eyes, and I said, We have a person. Because, you know, Peter passed. We have a person that did not, he'll love this man after denying him. Still loved him. And what what they say about Peter, Peter was the rock of the church. But what Jesus do, what Jesus do? He gave him another chance, right? Yep. And guess what? Because of that chance, a plan was put in place for Peter. For Man. all his disciples. And we sometimes like we we look at things. <laughs> And we're we're like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, what? Why am I going through this? No, God has a plan for you. Even if we deny Him, even if we sin, even if we say, you know what, God, I don't want to do anything you want to do. God still says, you know what? I love you, and I'm going to give you your chance because I'm never going to stop loving. You. And I thought that was like that hit me so hard. The whole the Peter thing because I'm just like, man, what do, like how do we act with a lot of things? But God still said, you know what? Do you love me? Go out there and feed my lambs, feed my people, feed my people. Yeah, yeah. So I I think, I think you know I I honestly it was so unique that you brought up Peter and. And you said that, you know, once God kind of restored him, you know, the plan picked back up. I, I don't think it ever I don't think it was a new plan. I just think he just picked up where he left off, you know, because before all that happened, he said, Pete, I'm gonna build my church and the gate to hell won't prevail against it. You know, and then, you know, he goes off and comes back to Peter and tell him all those things, you know, and ask him, do we love him and feeding his sheep and his lambs? And I think that's a great notion when it comes down to the plan of God. You know, when you look at that scripture in Jeremiah um, 29 11 it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord and I love that part where it says declares the Lord he's saying something about you he's saying something about your life he has put words in place from the beginning of time to establish what you are to do it's not like God is up there like saying like oh bros hey let me come up with a plan real quick and I'm gonna come back <laughs> you know he's right. already established his plan he declared it already and I think it's for us to really humble and humble ourselves and submit you said something else about prayer 
and I think you are 100% right and I don't really want to add anything to it but bros listen to what Matt is saying if you really want to have clarity on the plans for your life and have identity uh, prayer is where that's going to happen something happens in prayer we're not talking about like just oh going to God because we've been there we was in college We'll go to God and ask him all kind of stuff and won't get answers. We'll just be like, Lord, I need Lord, I want. And you yeah. look up and he's trying to answer your prayers and you thinking, you know, I was thinking like, oh, you know, God's going to answer my prayers through people, through things. And you realize that he's answering your prayer in prayer. Like mm -hmm. there'll be times I'll be praying and he'll just he'll answer you. He'll give you an answer to a question that you ask. And yeah. to me, that is so valuable because I can get off my knees and be like, this is what the Lord told me to do. Let me go do this and let me go seek it out. And you look up and it works and you be like, man, Lord, thank you for the plan. Because in that plan, like you said, you do find identity because you can identify with a work to do. And man, we love to work. We want to have something to do, you know, whether it's working with working with youth working with men working with families marriages we want to have some working with our hands or our mind we want to have something to do we're built to do things and so as we're going into this series matt you kicked off the first identity show me your id uh with the plan i want to say thank you to you because um you didn't what you didn't know is i was sitting here with the microphone when you called me and um i've been on a just to let everybody know um this will be by the time you hear it the moment or the day will be gone today is my mom's birthday and she passed and went on with the lord so i can understand that your notion when you talk about your dad um and so i've been in a little bit of a like a just thinking about her and things like that and just kind of reflecting on her life and our life together and it's been less than two years and so her birthday rolled around and kind of hit me today and you called me almost literally at the perfect time and was like let's get it and uh you helped me get off my feet and that's the design for the grotto um is that there'll be moments you'd be surprised that the person that you're talking to be the one that help you um get back up that's the whole point that, was, that, was, that will never change right you know like you said it's that we can relate to that you know i can relate with that now with you because of my father Mm -hmm. And I remember calling me and all you said was, man, are you all right? And I remember, I'll never forget you were down here. And this was like, I think the week that he, it was within the week that he had. Mm -hmm. And our brother Sean had his, his concert. And I know you were like, man, I'm going to come pick you up and all this other stuff. And, but I, I feel like you kind of understood that I needed that time. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I wanted to see you and hang out and I was going back and forth, I was still, I still needed that time for me to know like, hey, you know, because that, that's one thing that we do need when it comes to things like that. We're never ready for that. Even though I accepted the fact that, hey, my dad, my dad's in heaven, he's with God, you know, his work was done on this earth. I can, I can tell you that I feel like God has told him that he was my good and faithful servant, well done, Michael. But I still needed that time. And I felt like you respected me enough to give me that time. And I mean, our relationship, <laughs> if, if you guys knew him and I's relationship, you guys will understand like the bond that we have. Mm -hmm. And for me to be able to talk to you about my faith, 
and about what God has worked has worked on with me is such an honor and privilege because you were the one that really was always by my side. You were one of the ones that always believed in me and made like, you know, you was like, okay, well, I know you're falling off, but I'm, I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> and, and, and it's but just back like, up. <laughs> but, you know, huh? I said, but get yeah. back up. And and there was times, yeah, I did, you know, we say what shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I, you know, I do wish that I would have listened to you a lot more, but- It's all good, bro. I feel like I had to go through what I had to go through to get to the level that I'm Am I there yet? Hey, I don't know. But I feel like my end goal, and again, I have a good, I have a great friend. She's very special. I told, I told them the other day. I told her the other day. I said my end goal is to, to go up before God and Him say, "Well done, my good and faithful servant. Your work is finished." Because if I, if if God would tell me that. That will be the greatest honor that I have I can ever receive. And I will say with that being said, that is the plan. <laughs> that is the plan. He's gonna say one of two things. He's gonna say, you know, get away from me for I never knew you, or well done, my good and faithful servant. And I want to hear the latter of the two. I, I want to yeah. hear that. I look forward to it. And you said it. That's that's something I want to hear. Well done my good and faithful servant man man we gotta have you back <laughs> gotta have you back going man i would uh, love i would love to come back man. i know you're a I few hours away but we got to get you inside the cave inside the grotto it's a real nice hey, you've been you've been here before I, but like i can't wait to get you on the mic i uh man what we need to do is we need to have a little reunion of all the brothers on here daddy you john if we can find a way to do that man Oh, yeah, that, man, that I got some. Uh, I, I got some plans. Um, I got a plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it to the Lord. I really want to do a, um, a, like a round table. Um, so, I'm so that is that's in the works. So, uh, if you are a guest on here, that's in the works. I'll be the first to tell you. I'll be the first to tell you. I will do that. I will do that. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it on the grotto. I will round. This table. has turned into an exclusive. This has turned into an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it is an exclusive. I will be part of that round table. Nice. If Jonathan gives me the honor and privilege to do that, I will do that. Man, I'm really excited, man. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm excited to get back on here, man. Listen, I want to respect everyone's time, man. Matt, if you, it, here's the thing, uh, everybody. If you had to give one more thing that you wanted us to leave the table with right now concerning what we talked about or whatever, um, I'm going to open up the floor to you to share that one thing that you want. These people that's going to listen to, we have a nice audience and I know they're waiting on the next show. So this is the one that they're going to hear. This is the next one. <laughs> so go ahead. Holler at us. The one thing that I want to give you guys is no matter what. Listen. No matter what. Listen. If people are telling you something that I prayed for you. Listen. If, if, if you feel like it was. It is something that God has told you. Listen. Because once you listen, 
the plan's gonna be in place. Because God will talk to you through many different ways. Many different ways. But if you listen, you pray, sometimes those ways might be a song, sometimes those ways might be someone giving sharing their testimony. But make sure you listen. Because God's got a plan for you. And I believe God has a plan for all of his people that <laughs> are willing to listen and willing to learn and willing to study. So. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Listen, he said it. You got to listen. If you listen, you will hear the plan and you will have to carry it out. You can't know the plan unless you listen. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you for being on the show uh, today. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> You already knew yeah. I was going to get around. I'm working my rounds, man. I'm getting y'all, man. Y'all getting up in here, man, because you have a lot to share. And I know there's a lot of value. And being able to say that you have a group of individuals um, that you can lean on that can hold you accountable um, is riches beyond com compare. Uh, I don't know if money can buy um, the level of relationship that God has bestowed on people. Uh, that he bestowed on us, man, and I'm I'm grateful uh, for you. Go ahead, sir. One last thing. Absolutely. One last thing. Oh yeah, all day. Man, Come on. If you guys do listen to this brother, man, he is Holy Ghost filled. I kid you not. He is very knowledgeable. Everything that he does, he goes off of prayer. Everything he does, and he is someone that will just. I, I don't, man, it's hard because there's so many things, but he is someone that will pray for you. He was some, he is someone that will give you to shut off his back. So what he's doing with this show is just very, very awesome. And I'm, I'm so glad that you listened to what God said and put this plan in motion to do this show. So that was part of your plan in my opinion, because you have always shared with me certain things. And I feel like this was one of them that you always said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to reach, I'm going to reach people. I'm going to reach people. And through this show, I believe that you're doing that. So I want to tell you, my brother, I love you. And I'm you extremely, extremely proud of you. Extremely proud of you. Blessings I and gratitude. That I look up to. Blessings and gratitude, man. I love you. Um, you are my brother man I thank you man listen we're gonna keep chopping it up but for everybody else we're gonna get up out of here you have uh, tuned your ears to the grotto podcast I'm super excited uh, we have this tagline and it is called I love you and I appreciate you and we are in the grotto peace out